You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello and hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, episode number one, two, nine. If you can believe it, I just totally cannot believe it, but here we are, another episode, and it's going to be another, number 129. Um, thank you so much for joining us tonight, this morning, this evening, this afternoon, wherever you are. Um, if this is your first time, welcome. The water is warm here. Um, if this is uh, not your first time, welcome home. Um, See tonight's show, we have a uh, we sent out a thing on Instagram and Facebook. I'm guessing about ask me anything. So we have some questions that we're going to answer. That's going to be our future presentation. Uh, before that, though, we have some news to get through, and we'll probably do the randomizer because that's always fun. And then we have an opening question. Um, but hey, if this is your first time here, again, thank you so much. Uh, tonight's show is actually sponsored by the Patreon listeners. If you would like to support the show. Um, you know, think of it as like a little tip that you'd give your coffee maker, your barista, maybe if they made you some coffee, just drop a couple dollars in, into the in, in, into the can if you like. Uh, zero zero pressure, but we make it easy for you. you go to leavingtodaypodcast.com, click on the Patreon link, logo link thing, and we make it easy. One dollar, three dollars, and five dollars, and for that we give you some very cool swag, and you get to be on the show with a topic. Um, and yeah, also um, yeah, we've been doing some live stuff impromptu and that's been going pretty good um some more that's just really some simple iphone stuff that we're doing but we're going to do some stuff on youtube coming up here um we'll let you guys know how that is going and so you guys can get involved with that also you can buy a t-shirt or sweatshirt or whatever you like um again on leaving today podcast.com we have a link to all the merchandise that really helps us out uh, also on Instagram at Leaving Today Podcast, we have a link tree thing, and all of that information is on there. Um, and lastly, whatever medium, whatever platform you happen to be listening to this on, uh, if there's any kind of review mechanism, rating mechanism, please take take a moment or two and just give us some stars, give us some feedback. How, how are we doing? Does the audio suck? Do the topics suck? Let us know so we can get this going. Um, all right, with that. The current dateline is, uh, hmm, we are first quarter of 2021. 
Is that where we are? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we are on the cusp of a touch of Disney's launching on, in, in two days. Uh, so it's March 16th right now. That starts on March 18th. Um, currently in California, restrictions have been lifted slightly to allow theme parks to open on April 1st. So this is really good news for you Disneylanders out there um, because that means we're getting our park back in some form. And it's been 12 months. We need something. And um, I'm excited about it. And I cannot wait till to see the more details that come out with that. Uh, to see how APs are handled, to see how tickets are handled, to see what the guest experience is like. Stoked about that. Uh, so tonight's opening question, and of course we would have the answer to this, but I'm going to change it up a little bit because I asked Udi this on our Sunday bike ride. So let's say Udi and I buy tickets to the park uh, for this opening. We get to pick one attraction. It, 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 it comes with a ticket book, and it comes for with one attraction in each land that we can go on. That's how that's how they're going to keep guests down. So every land has one attraction that you, that you can go on. Udi, what is your pick? I'm just going to mention hi. Good evening. Oh, you know what? I that's forgot fine. to say that. Guys, I was guys and girls. <laughs> I I'm so uh, <laughs> beside myself. I'm like waiting for it. Wait for okay. it. Actually, wait. I'll do it. Hold on. Good evening. Okay, we're good. So that's that's the Trollmaster Puppets Udi himself. <laughs> and I would be remiss to tell you again, Jess has an anthropology exam tonight or today or something. Yeah. So she's not here. She wanted to be she was gonna be here up until like an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. It was all on and then she was like, Oh my god, I can't make it. So yeah, bummer. Okay. Yep. And if I didn't inter- introduce myself already, my name's Mark. Okay. <laughs> Who? Mark. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the question, opening question is, um, you, you, you get a ticket, uh, for limited capacity and you get a, a, a stamp book or something that says you get to go on one attraction in every land. Okay. Only one. Okay. What are they? In every land? Each land. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. What are you going to do with, uh, Haunted? Where, where, where do we put that? Haunted Mansion belongs, uh, belongs in New Orleans Square. Okay. So I just want to make sure I know. Well, what other land would you think it was? No, I, I because is New Orleans Square and anyway, okay. No, I just wanted to verify. Okay. Okay. So we will go to uh, and the Matterhorns in Fantasyland. Okay, I know, I know that. Okay. Um, so okay, I'll I'll go around to the left as per usual. Um, Ooh, wait a minute. Where does the where does the Daisyland Railroad fall into this? Did um, you see Main Street? Main Street. I, I think so too. Yeah. Okay. So it would be railroad. Main Street. Okay. Adventureland. This is interesting. It's, yeah. Because there's Indy, and then there's Pirates, right? What are you talking about? Indy? Yeah. Jungle Cruise. Pirates is over there. In no, New Orleans Square. Okay, New Orleans Square. See, See that, that that is where I can't. I can't. I always, you know what? Okay, my fault, because I always bunch them together. So yell at me later. I'm fine. Um, uh, Adventureland would be Indy. Okay. Um. <sighs> New Orleans Square. You've got the two big ones. Um, I will... G- okay. I will make... I have to make this question first. Yes. Does it matter what time of day I, I need to write it? Does not matter. You, okay. You have... Well, oh. let's say the park's open 12 to 8 or something. 12 to 8? Yeah. Because okay, limited then, time... Okay, then Pirates. Okay. Okay, and only because if I only can ride Mansion 
one time mm-hmm. in the day, it would be at closing at night. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so it would, and if we we can't do that, I would rather have it like near midnight. Um, For sure. Yeah. Um, so we will go to uh, pirates, uh, and then we will move over to that new land. No, you're missing Critter Country. Nah, no, I'm not. Well, you get a stamp. Mm, no, I'm not. Okay, then can I transfer that? No, stamp? You, okay. you can give it to a kid. And then I'll give it to a kid to go ride whatever they want. Okay. Um, and then um, the new land, Galaxy's Edge would be Rise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we can hop over to Fantasyland. I guess we can go there if we want. Mm-hmm. Okay. That one will be, no, easy for Murray. Pan. It, yeah, that's what it's it, Well, oh, no, okay, no, hold on. I, I take that back. It's going to have to be Matterhorn. It has to be Matterhorn. It has to be? It has to be Because honestly, honestly, uh, I was vacillating between Pan yeah, and Yeah, no, I, I okay. am, but but the thing is, I will, if I have to pick, it's going to be Matterhorn. I'd okay. rather have that high speed, the whole thing going on with the roller coaster okay. versus Pan. Um, and then we go into uh, Tomorrowland. Uh, another one, can I pass the ticket on? No, I'm kidding. No, um, no. That would be Star Tours. Um, easy, I know, and I'd be by myself because, yeah. Okay. Why? What would you think? I know well, you wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, for okay. Well, because you have Space Mountain in there. Yes, and that, you, you that definitely is, do. And that is where I'm kind of like, but, uh, but, damn it. Get the monorail. You've got. I mean, no we, monorail. Uh, okay, we we know it wouldn't be Finding Nemo, and I'm assuming it wouldn't be Utopia. No. Okay. Oh man, I want to do. See, I know this is tough, dude. Tough. Okay, I'm going to resend Star Tours. Let me hold on. Let me t- let me check the judges. Yeah, okay. they can. Yes, okay. yes, the judges. Yeah. Say okay, yes. so we're gonna go with space. Space Mountain. Uh, yeah, and then uh, coming around, and then I forgot um, Frontierland, and that would be Big Thunder. Um, okay, and then that that is everyone, right? Well, you didn't miss Toontown yet. Yeah, I'll give it to the kid. Okay. Yeah. Now, okay, I'm gonna let me see. I'm gonna start off again. I'm gonna start off almost like Udi here. I'm gonna go. Sorry, of course, Days on a Railroad. Mm-hmm. For sure on Main Street. Uh, Adventureland, I'm going to go Jungle Cruise. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> uh, and then um, for New Orleans Square, I'm going to go Pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably pass on Splash Mountain and Winnie the Pooh. Maybe mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. I just don't, a bit, I would still walk over there and hang out just to see what's going yeah. on. But uh, do I really want to get wet? No. No. Um, and Winnie the Pooh just is not doing it. No. Not good for me. Oh, but wait a minute. But the canoes are over there. Well, if I had to yeah. pick one, then it would be the canoe. Or either that or hopping onto Tom. Tom Sawyer's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If that's the choice. Uh, okay. If that's the choice, then I would definitely go on Tom. Yeah. Tom Sawyer's. Okay. Tom. We'll go there. Okay. Yeah. We'll go there. But if not, then I would give it to some kid who might enjoy Splash yeah. Mountain. Uh, and then moving over to Frontierland. Um, wow. This is tough because uh, the obvious choice would be Big Thunder, but Mark Twain—it's been—it's been well, it's been a year, over a year for me for Mark Twain. Huh? No, Big Thunder. Yeah, Big Thunder. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the uh, the back, the back, all the way in the back, all the way in the back. Yep. Fourteen and fifteen. Yep. Um, but I never know what side to sit on—the right side or the left side—because I always end up getting smashed. 
Or I do the smashing or something. Yeah, no. Last time we rode, you were smashing me. Okay. Well, I, I never know. Exa- I always get confused. I'm I always, always it, overwhelmed with excitement. Know, it is part of the ride. It is part of the ride. I, I know because as we're coming back into the station, I look to my left. I'm like, there's my favorite place to eat. So that's all I care about. Rancho del When I'm okay, dude. When I'm on Big Thunder, I'm not thinking about enchiladas. No, no, no. When I'm done, when we're done, we're coming back into the. Station. Oh yes, yes. When it's in, the, yes. Then you look to the left. I'm like, oh, there you are. There you are. Okay. Okay. Soon, my friend. Soon, soon, soon. Soon, I will be eating enchiladas. Anyway. <laughs> does, that, does that come with two or three or what? Two. Two. And now they sell cheese. Yep. Okay. Does it come with rice or beans? Yep. Okay. Um. Then I'll take Big Thunder Trail over. Oh wait a minute. I miss um. Galaxy's Edge, yeah, easy. Rise of the Resistance for sure. Um, <clears throat> but shoot, I'm missing that thing too. I'm I'm missing that whole land right yep. now. I know, weird, right? Strange. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm missing every land to be honest. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, okay, so I'm gonna walk over to Fantasyland via Big Thunder Trail. Oh, what are you gonna do? I'm actually Matterhorn. Okay, thank yeah. You. I mean, uh, it, I can make a case for Pan. I can make a case for even if, dude. Even if Snow White's Enchanted Wish is open, I'm still doing Matterhorn. Yeah. Would you do that? Yeah. Even though you haven't been on Enchanted Wish yet? Yep. Okay. Yeah, same I'm here. I'm going to go with what I know. What you know. Yeah, than what I don't know. Which, which, okay. Yeah, what, I'm trying to think of the expression. I'd rather... The devil you know? No, but, no. Or I would rather... No. Oh, something about what's in the hand versus what's in the bush. Oh, the two in the hand is worth... One, one in the bush or... One in the hand is worth two in the bush? There you go. There you okay. go. There you go. So we, like, butchered that phrase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't use it. I mean, it's like, for how old is that? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, let me see. Oh, oh, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah, there we go. There okay, jeez. Yeah. Okay, so I'm also going to skip Toontown, and that's only because there's nothing for me there. Give it to Johnny. Give Here, it to Johnny. Johnny. Here's my e-ticket. But that may change with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway. Yeah, but we're not there yet. Not there yet. No. Uh, I'm walking over to Fantasyland. Uh, sorry, um, Tomorrowland, and I'm, uh, I'm going to do... Um, Space Mountain for sure. Uh, yep. And then I'm having dinner at Carnation Cafe or something. That's what I'm doing. But let me ask you this. Is there an order of these attractions you would go on? Uh, I would keep my normal routine as much as possible. Okay. Which I've gone through before. Um, it would begin through Indy, then Pirates, and then hopping over to Big Thunder. Okay. And then, then after that, we do as we do. I see. I actually, and I know this sounds stupid because I always use this as better at night thing, and it doesn't make sense for Space Mountain. But dude, I'm to me, it seems better at night. Yeah, I think it's all in your head. No, no, no. I, 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 I agree. I, I, it, it has to do more with the overall feeling of the entire park. I think. Yeah. Um, everything at night, and we say it all the time. It takes on a whole new entity and a whole new aura. Everything yeah. is completely changed I mean you think about it if anybody has you know that thought like think about it when you go in in the morning as you go through dusk and everything kind of changes you can feel the shift in in the entire park mm-hmm. and then you go into night and then when you come into night you're in a whole new world you are dude yeah. it's more it's more intense oh, yeah. it's more I mean I know this sounds really stupid but no. the Matterhorn Oh, at night. Seems scarier at night. Oh, oh, right? It is great at night. It's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, same thing with Thunder. Thunder's I mean, yeah, I mean you, you ride that at night. I'm getting chill Oh, about yeah. This. I mean, you ride Thunder yeah. or you yeah. ride Matterhorn at night. Yes. Holy crap. I mean, and then we can hop across the Esplanade. And I said it a million times. 
Incredicoaster. Do I mean oh. I, I think I've even said it. Do not ride it during the day. No, it's a waste of your time. Do not ride it during the day. It is a fun coaster mm-hmm. without a doubt. But oh my god, does it improve by tenfold mm-hmm. at night? It does, absolutely does. So you do that at night. And then you know you can go over, over to Radiator Springs. At night is better. And then at night is better. I mean, you have okay, so okay, I'm gonna go here real quick. Radiator Springs, in my mind, has that very distinct, um, a very distinct, um, how can I put it? What's the word I'm thinking of? Very distinct thing where you can ride it during the day, mm-hmm. and it, it is great during the day. Yeah. Okay. Then you can ride it during dusk, right when the sun is beginning to set, and it creates a whole other aura, a whole it other does. feeling. It does. And then you ride it at night, mm-hmm. and there's a whole other feeling behind it. Yeah. So it is one of the, the attractions that has a very distinct ability to be a different ride at every part during the day. There aren't very many attractions like that when you think about it. Not, not no, I mean, That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Thunder, Thunder doesn't have it. Space Mountain doesn't have it. Mm. When you when you come to that, and it has to do everything with that golden hour right in between when the sun begins to set, and you have that, you think about mm. that because of how everything in that attraction is so picturesque. Yeah, how everything. Yeah. I mean, it is amazing. So when you do that, like I like I, I said it before when I've written it when I wrote it the first time, we I had that opportunity to kind of write it in that area in that time, and man, and I've written it. And all three yeah. times of day, and every single time is a very, very unique experience. So for anybody who hasn't had the, the, the or hasn't thought about it in that way, I highly recommend once we're back in, a few more months, people, we're there. Um, do that if you can. Single rider it if you can. Fast pass it if you can. Do whatever you need to do, but make that, Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I pulled up a picture from the, the exact moment Udi's talking about. This yep. was October 11th of 2016 yep. at 6.43 p.m. Right when the sun is setting. Yes, and it's a gorgeous, clear, of course, gorgeous, clear night in Anaheim. Yep. And um, <laughs> I think we're wearing shorts and T-shirts, I think. Yep. Yep. Uh, you were. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And this is not a cloud in the sky. And there's a picture of uh, the backside of Monument Valley with yep. that rock. And yep. it's just... A gorgeous night to be out in yep. the parks. Yeah, and and so for anybody who has not done that yet, I highly recommend if you're there. Once we get back to normal, see not new normal, normal, see in the park. <laughs> oh man, that was a good time. Um, yeah. Once we get back there, I highly recommend that you, if you're going to be there on a multiple day trip, that you try to plan out when you can be there at every time. Um, time frame, it would be it will be worth it, and you will be saying thank you later. Right. Trust me. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, but when you brought up that question or that statement, uh, what rides actually work well in all three settings? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not many do, no. honestly. Uh, I think maybe the Mark Twain might. Uh, yeah, but you know, when when you think about the Mark Twain, um, I, I don't view it like that. I don't view it as. I mean. At yeah. dusk, it's awesome. Oh no, no, I, yeah. I get that because you're going as you're going around the rivers. Mm. Of course, you have the very picturesque, you know, scenery you're looking at as you're yeah. going around. Yeah. So yeah, I get that. And and under, um, to me, I think in in my mind's eye, I see where right at dusk in that golden hour would be like the premium time to go ride that. Yeah. Um, just because it would be amazing having the sun and the 
the different hues, you know, that are coming across would be amazing. I've never done it, and now I'm thinking about it like I probably should. At um, desk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I'm usually, I mean, we're usually running and doing, or we're like waiting for the lights to come on and yeah. on Main Street or mm-hmm. something like that is because we love that so much. We're typically right. doing something along those lines. But, you know, um, I think one thing that I'm going to go positive again with the one thing I think that this whole lockdown and closing and everything um, beyond um, us rekindling that appreciation for the park. Yeah. I think it may, may it's making me be like, you know what? We took it the park kind of for granted at one level. <laughs> Entirely. Of course, yes. Yeah, because because as much as we loved it, we also got very stuck into our normal our normal see when we go in. Yeah. We have our traditions, we have our routines, we have our things that we love to do. And I think now for me and I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me or not. But I think, in my mind, I'm now, I want to catch the things that maybe I'm thinking, you know, we've, we've all had it where we go, okay, I can do that next time. Yep. That, for me, is now going away. That is going to be like, okay, I already know what that experience is like. I already know what that is like. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time for me to kind of find the nuance in different things that I may have not thought of before. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I mean, like I said, for me, my mind has begun to open up, like, talking about the Mark Twain, talking about I mean, Columbia. There are things, and as crazy as this, the statement I'm going to say right now may sound coming from me, <sighs> fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. Parades. Mm, yeah. Ooh, parades. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and only because I need, I, I feel... That there is a part of me that is going to need to go back in. And, and even though I had that growing up, mm-hmm. like I feel like I need to plug back into that. I need to re- reconnect with all those things that I kind of... Like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, not my thing. But I think to gain and, and kind of reconnect with everything the park is, I think I'm getting... I feel like I need, for me, mm-hmm. going to need to re- plug, uh, reconnect with all those kind of things. So, yeah, re- connecting with stopping for fireworks. Yeah. Connect with actually watching a parade. Going to Fantasmic. Those kind of things are going to be things that I'm like, you know what? Nah, I don't want to do that. Not my thing. Now I'm going to be like, wait a second. I had a, a such a plethora of things to do mm-hmm. that I, you know, I felt the, the privilege, I'll, I'll go there, of being able to go like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Sure. That is gone now for me. That, 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 uh, that, mentality of like I don't I don't really care to do that mm-hmm. for now is gone because now that we haven't had the park I've been reminded at a very high level of all the things that I love about the park and how um, the things that I didn't really do and that would include like Toontown and Critter Country I'm, I'm still not going to do that sorry I just can't yeah. but like the other yeah. things that I right. would traditionally not do those are now like coming back to me going you know what those are the things that make that help pull the park into that higher tier you know that yeah. that, that makes it better than many of the places o- other theme parks and amusement parks in the world oh for sure so yeah. I again for me and again I don't know you guys may not feel that way but 
I think if you can, if we can all do that when we finally get back in, which we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I, I, I don't know. For me, I think my, my, my love of Disney, my kind of my, my heart, my soul is like kind of going like, you need that because yeah. you know, you know, and all these, all these things, you know, you know me, Mark. I, my mind begins to wander, and I start thinking. Sure. I get, I, I can be quiet in the corner, and people will be like, "What are you bored?" I'm like, "No, I'm thinking. Like, right. my mind, I'm contemplating different things, and I will be pro- processing and thinking about different things." And 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 with the park being closed, it has afforded me the opportunity for my mind to begin to think and process and, and things like that. So yeah, I, I realize that that ha- me walking through the park and having a parade going right, or <laughs> the fireworks going, or phantasmic going. Even though I'm not, I wasn't, and I haven't been for a while now actively stopping and taking in that entertainment. Yeah. The sheer fact that I was in its presence was enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I could hear the fire. I could look up, and even though I'm moving, I could hear the fireworks going. I could see the fireworks going. If I'm in the right space, I can see the the all the animatics and everything going. Yeah. Um, if I'm walking down Main Street at the right time, I can see the floats coming by. And even though I'm not stopping, I hear the music and I look over and I can, in, in a very small way, connect with that. Oh, yeah, for and sure, for sure. Same thing with Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. It's going. How many times have we been walking through Fantasmic as they're doing, you know, the, 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 the one-way, you yeah. know? And, but as I'm walking, I realize now that I, my eye was always turning to watch as much as I could as I was walking. Yeah. And definitely you're hearing the music going on yep. and everything. And that now I've kind of realized that even though I wasn't, like I said, actively stopping, that was still feeding me. Yeah, I think it hit you subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. That, that, that complete, that, that feeling, everything has been, you know, stripped away. Now I feel like, okay, I'm, I need to reconnect with that all the way. So I'm not saying that I won't ever go back to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to walk through Fantasmic, you know, and, 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 and you know, make it through because I, I want to go ride Mansion or whatever. But I think there is going to be a, a, a lot of time being spent when I finally go back, mm. reconnecting, going like Fantasmic Fast Pass. Okay, get me one of those. Oh, and that, and that, that and and I think for for people who have listened to us for long enough, and I think you know, uh, if Jess was here, she'd probably fallen over. Um, yes, she would be, because I've been very much like, yeah, I don't care, I don't care, okay. I don't care. And but again, the, the one thing that the this one year of stupidity has shown me is that I need to be more. Uh, attentive to the things that I think are important. So yeah, good. Yeah, um, yeah. So at the park, I think you know um, that is the one thing that I'm going to actively do. So I'm hoping we finally go. I'm not, and and I think we're going to cover the news, right? Yeah. Um, when we finally get an idea of what we're going to get as far as availability and when we can go, how long we can go, and what we have to put up with until we can get our park all the way 100% back. Yeah. Um, that's definitely going to affect it, but that is log- logistics and reality. Right. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. I, I, and, and I agree with everything you said, and I think the next time I go in, um, I'm going to appreciate things a lot differently mm-hmm. and take and take the time. I'm not going to be running around and I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I say that now, but I will just take, I'll be much more appreciative because I think we did take it for granted. I mean, we had the annual passes and mm-hmm. 
every time we go, we'd go in for like, you know, three to five days, mm-hmm. um, which sounds, you know, very, uh, very, very fortunate for us to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've never, that is one thing I'm, I'm pretty proud of all of us. I think we've never, ever taken that level of, of, of um, I guess, how kind of privilege, I hate that word, but yeah, I mean, there's mm-hmm. no way I can do it. Right. Um, that level of being able to do that, you know, we, we, we work hard, we, we, we do what we do, and we, we earn our ability to do things like that. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, that is definitely one thing that maybe we, we've never been that elitist, I guess, in that thing. Like, we, we don't take it for granted, but in, in a small way, we kind of did, I think. Yeah. And, and But we weren't, like, ever, we weren't ever the annual pass hole, you know what I mean? No, we never were that. Yeah, we pass never hole. that, and no. we never would be because our personalities don't allow for that. I right. Think. Right. And if and if you were an annual pass hole, you wouldn't. I wouldn't be acquainted with you. Probably today. not. No. Not. Or I'll tell you the SPFO or STFU. Oh. Okay. And uh, yeah, that is what I don't. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna have that around. But anyway. Okay. There we go. Well, that was a good opening question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As usual. <laughs> As usual. Uh, Long okay. tangent. You're welcome. All right. And now let's go to the news. <laughs> You listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. All right, all right, all right. Everyone settle down here. Um, I know I'm so excited about the news now. Okay, so the first news item we have is um, Fast Pass, Max Pass, and Magic Morning and Extra Magic Hour will be suspended when Disneyland opens. Mm-hmm. Though there's no official opening date announced yet, Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure are expected to be open late April. Um, the parks may even open at a higher capacity than expected thanks to California's vaccination numbers. But the park experiences certainly won't be back to normal, with masks and physical distancing still required. Disneyland has also just announced that certain experiences will be suspended when the park uh, when the parks reopen. Um, so that's basically Fast Pass Plus. Um, well, actually, here it's Max Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, early morning magic, extra magic hours have all been suspended indefinitely. Um, oh, what? Well, sorry, actually, I read that sentence wrong. Fast Pass Plus, early morning magic, and extra magic hours have all been suspended at Walt Disney World mm-hmm. uh, since at all, at all their parks since they reopened that last summer. So it's no surprise why? that why don't they have extra amount? I don't know. I don't know, but they probably don't need the fast pass because of limited capacity. Well, no, I get that, but why Magic Morning? Why would that matter? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I, you know, maybe maybe staffing needs or something. But but I go with so Magic Morning were already a a minimal amount of people coming in. Right. Why would you? I mean, okay, maybe that makes more uh, logical sense. That because there aren't a lot of people and there are not going to be a lot of people, then the the capacity for a magic morning probably went down. Could be, yeah, probably. probably and then maybe, the but but it. then I go with why don't you open that up to more? I don't know. Maybe they will. Okay. I mean, again, when 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 I've learned that when I attack anything with logic, um, well, no. Let me, let me fix that. When we're talking about any kind of COVID regulation, and I attack it with a little bit of logic. I lose my way really quick. I'll put um, it that way. Gotcha. Okay. I'm like, huh? What? Does that make what? Okay. Like, uh, just explain it to me, and then I, I will listen and try to hear what you're telling me. Okay. Now, right, anyway. All right. Anyway, 
Um, so, so basically, they're not going to have any of these extra experiences here. Um, I'm not really surprised. Fast Pass, Max Pass, Magic Morning, Extra Magic, ma- magic Extra Magic Hour are not going to be going on here. Um, that's no big deal right now. No. But I suspect those will gradually be brought back into the yeah. in, in, into the fray. Well, and I think for two reasons. One, for the revenue. Yeah. And two, um, it enhances the experience for people overall. It yeah. makes it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Okay. And let's see here. Next item is indoor dining can reopen uh, starting yesterday. That was March f- uh, March 15th at Disneyland Resort and Universal Studios Hollywood. Good. Uh, according to KTLA, that's Good. a news agency out of California, yeah. um, they have officially met, California has officially met its target of administering at least 2 million COVID-19 vaccinations to the high, most high-risk parts of the community. Um, so this will allow indoor dining to be about 25% capacity, and that includes all the restaurants in the Disneyland Resort. Um, good. Yes. Good, good. Good. Yes, yes. So that's going to be, I mean, and that's only going to go more. Um, and I heard that they were getting maybe open running normal in, in like mid, mid-July. Good. Yeah, according to the metrics. All good. Everything that we're moving with, again, I've been, anybody who knows me, I've been barking for quite a while. Yeah. That these kind of things that we're finally getting to. At least for 12 months. <laughs> have been, um has been, you know, I think we could have done it a while ago. Sure. Yeah, but anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so that's all good news. Um, extra, next item is extravaganza scavenger hunt, spring snacks, and more coming to downtown Disney District in April, in March and April. To celebrate spring and Easter, downtown Disney District of Disneyland Resort will be hosting a new extravaganza. That's extravaganza. Scavenger hunt in downtown and downtown Disney District will also have spring snacks, brunch, and more from March fifteenth uh, through April eighteenth. Awesome! Uh, you can pick up your game board and tickets for eight bucks plus tax, uh, including the newly reopened Wonderground Gallery. And uh, then let the hunt begin. You search for hidden eggs, uh, themes of Disney characters, and record your discoveries by placing corresponding stickers on the themed extravaganza game board. Um, whether you choose to. <laughs> Hunt for eggs or not, return your game board to World of Disney or Disney Pin Traders to collect a special surprise. It's one of six collectible eggs. Oh, okay. very cool. Very, yeah, they're very cool. Yes, very, very cool. So that's, I'm glad they're doing that. Which one would you want? Uh, we're looking at pictures of them right now. Yeah. Um, we have Mickey, Minnie, uh, da- Daisy and Donald, and Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. I'm going to go with Jess. would pick one of the, either Chip, the Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I don't care. Donald, I guess. I think I'd go with Donald, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, he's not he's he's not a bad guy. No. Okay. He's alright. He's all right. Uh next item is Disneyland Hotel now completely fenced off from guests. Uh I didn't even know this was going on. Yeah. I happened to see this. Uh preparations for the late April reopening of Disneyland Resort are underway. Part of the work taking place is the construction of a fence around Disneyland Hotel. The fence will effectively create a bubble around the property. Uh, the walkway to Disney Hotel is blocked <sighs> by temporary fencing. Th- this fence makes it seem unlikely that Trader Sam's, Goofy's Kitchen, and the remaining offerings at the hotel will return anytime soon. Um, temporary fence is inside the original fence line. Disney has yet to, an- and I know everyone's going, why is that happening? Well, Disney has yet to announce the reason for the fence bubble or when Disney Hotel will reopen. This could be related to the construction of the new Disneyland Vacation Club wing at the hotel. Uh, I, I really hope that that is what it is about. 
Yeah. That is for the vacation club. Um, that they're building up the fencing for construction and whatnot, and then you need that. I mean, I, I, I do that for a living. Yeah. And if we didn't have a fence around where we were working, all kinds of craziness could happen. Mm. People could walk. Yeah, it is not. And it's a general safety thing. Mm. I really, really hope it is not COVID-related. No, I, I think it's purely construction. Yeah, and, and I hope. Yeah. And they haven't... The article says that they haven't defined or they haven't announced why. And right. I really hope that that is what it is. Because the one beauty, I think, of the Disneyland Hotel is having Trader Sam's and having that ability to... You know, the one thing about the whole entire resort mm-hmm. is its overall accessibility. Oh, yeah. Some people would find that as an issue right now in COVID, in the COVID era, in the Rona era... Um, and I, I never have, I never will, I, and I never did, um, because that creates a more open, inclusive, like free, free area. Like you can walk around and you can just enjoy yourself mm-hmm. with whoever you're with. Uh, right. So absolutely. I, yeah, creating the, the only fences you need to have are obviously to get into the theme park. Outside of that, why? Why going to going to the hotel? Okay. Sure. Going to Trader Sam's? Yeah. Why, why Why? not? Why, you know, getting in and out of any area in the resort blocked off by fence line, I'm going to be like, no. <laughs> no. No. Not at all. Well, I, I, I hope this is, well, this is, I mean, I hope they get this thing going fast because Trader Sam's needs to be open. Oh, my God. I miss that. I, mean, I, 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 I think I have a picture of me. Um, drunk? No, no. No, I, I do have pictures of those. But anyway, um, but I was waiting, um, and December, I think, December trip, and I was waiting outside of Trader Sam's, and I was waiting for Jess, I think, and it began to kind of sprinkle and rain, and I'm like, you know what? All I did is throw my hood up and cover my head. Okay. And I sat in the rain, in Trader Sam's on that on that patio, and I'm like, no, I don't want to go anywhere. Like I loved everything about it, like the feel, and I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. And I didn't. I waited. The the rain kind of you know wasn't a big heavy rain or anything. It was kind of like a, a light light to heavy light to medium drizzle. So and then it was like perfect, and I didn't want to go anywhere. And I do. I miss that area. Going. I mean, how many times have we gone and we hung out? I mean, we when we did our, yeah. our meet up with. You know, uh, quite a few different people. I met Corey, and that that trip I met Corey, mm-hmm. and you know, and Ryan, and, and a few other people. We met up there. I mean, we hung out. And we have pictures of us there, and that to me, Trader Sam's has become an integral part where we we have that ability to sit down with people that we have either just met or they're part of the LTP family. Yes, and we connect all right there. So yeah, we we need Trader Sam's open back up. I mean, I think for. Um, just the ability to give us an area to come in, like sit down, have a few drinks, and just commune with people. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. A, a Trader Sam's is essential now. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. No, I agree. Yeah, anytime, like it doesn't feel right if we if we don't go. And I don't yep. can't th- I can't think of a trip that I ha- we have not gone. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I I honestly think that every day I'm there, whatever trip I'm on, I go there one time a day. And it's usually near the end of the evening or in every the day you go there. I think I've been there every oh. time I go. I go every day, and not I'm not. Right you know, we that. go get a couple of drinks and then yeah. we we head back. Yeah, but 
Yeah, it has become that essential to for sure. Yeah, to go to. That was the last thing that. Um, so it's funny. Uh, the last thing you did at the park, whatever that, whatever that was for all you listeners, I'm sure you guys have been thinking about that in the last twelve months. And that was the last thing I actually did. Anik and I took the monorail out, um, and we got the downtown Disney. And we walked over to Trader Sam's and uh, ordered some appetizers, and uh, she got a spiked Dole Whip, and I got. Um, a regular drink that didn't have alcohol because I was driving right after that. But um, that's how we ended our, our last day there. Mm-hmm. Um, Good way. Yeah, it's a great way. Uh, and I, I, I actually try to get my mind into that and how I felt about all that and just to get myself ready. Like, oh, yeah, I miss it. <laughs> all right. So that is actually the news uh, for this week. Kind of short, but we're going to do the randomizer because I know people have been demanding it. I can't I demand it. You d- Oh, man. Wait a minute. Maybe we're not doing the randomizer. You broke it. I may have broken it. Okay, so we're not doing the randomizer tonight. Uh, this is not working. Don't worry. The randomizer will return for episode 130 in all its glory. Uh, for, hope. It will. And for that, now let's go over to the future presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Okay, so this time around, we did a Ask Me Anything. Um, we let we let uh, listeners send in questions for us to answer, and we are going to get that right now. I do not know a... I know one question, only one. Okay, so uh, let's start off with the easy one. Uh, Efren asked what our favorite... Who was it Efren asked? Yeah. Efren asked what your favorite bourbon was. Okay, so I have kind of a tie uh, between a couple. Uh, for many, for a while, it has been Maker's Mark. Um, I I don't know why I've always enjoyed it, but I had uh, somebody re- recently remind me of my my like of uh, Bullet. So it would be between those two. Okay. Yeah, uh, Maker's Mark. And bullet. Okay. And yeah, I don't think I really have like a one over the other. Like if you go like drink either of them, I go kind of drink both. No. <laughs> you know, it'd be oh, like yeah. you can only have one. I'm like, no, I'm gonna drink both. Okay. So that that is the way that goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what about you? What about you? I, <laughs> I know. I know. I, I have no idea. I have. You're, I, like, I, you're like Burwa. Is Seagram's a bourbon? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is Seagram's? Uh, I, it depends on Seagram's is a few different things. Oh, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, Clearly, yeah. I don't know. Uh, whatever Rudy's drinking, I guess. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, here, drink that. Whatever the whatever the uh, Winco version is. <laughs> joking. I'm totally joking about yeah. that. Um, so I have, actually I have no idea about bourbon, so I can't answer that question. Um, but then uh, Jose wants to know. We we did this in the live chat just real quick. Jose wants to know what was the first thing we saw on Disney Plus. Uh, for me, might be, you know, wah, wah, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I waited, you know, it came up, and bam. I, I mean, I, I did my, I remember very uh, distinctly doing my, like, pass through what was on there. You know, because you've been reading about that will be on there, that will be on you, that library, that library. And I went, okay. And I kind of went through and kind of began to look through it. And then I, yeah, Mandalorian. And then right after that would have been the OT. So, Star Wars OT. Okay. And yeah, it was Mando Episode One, and then Star Wars OT in it, its entirety. Or well, yeah. Okay. Yep. 
I Mandalorian was the very first thing I saw on, the, on Disney Plus mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. And then it went right to Imagineering. Yeah, that yeah. that came in behind it because you know, for me being the Star Wars guy, I am like mm-hmm. I'm going to keep that thread, and I found it very like if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to like christen it the right way. Yeah, yeah. Even though I have that on Blu-ray, I have all of them on Blu-ray. Uh, you know, yeah, all nine on Blu-ray. I do, even though I don't watch all nine um, on Blu-ray. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely did that. I definitely went like, okay. Here we go. I'm going to watch that and then go to that. Right on. Okay, so the first question uh, comes from Fernando, although it says not. A, it says it's not a question, but good luck, Jess. Keep crushing it and stay focused. You got this. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Fernando, for that. I know um, if maybe some of you guys have just joined the show last couple episodes, last four or five episodes, and you, we're, we're usually a trio, a power trio, mm-hmm. uh, but Jess is taking on school, um, so she's got a lot of work. So we are we are respectful of that and supportive of that. So she's not here. She was gonna be here, be here tonight, um, but again, she's got some stuff going on with the, with the school, studying and stuff like that. Or I think it was an exam that had mm-hmm. some technical issue. But anyways, um, we'll be sure to pass it on to her. Uh, thank you so much, Fernando. Yeah, thank you, Fernando. And she will be back for sure. Oh yeah, and and I don't know if you guys caught it. We had a little bit of a mini recording with her because we actually were able to catch up with her for a little while. Yeah. Even though I talk to her on the regular, I do. Um, but yeah, like actually hanging out um, has been primarily when we, when we record. Um, and so, yeah, we hung out the other night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next question is um, Terrence. Terrence Green, he's the host of the Ears Up podcast. I think they're out of San Jose. A uh, really, really, really cool show. Hey, Terrence. Hey, hey, Terrence. And uh, all those guys, I've, I mean, I've, cor- I've corresponded with Terrence a few times on Instagram. He seems very, very cool. Um, in fact, everyone on that on that podcast seems really nice. Uh, oh, his, cool. Yeah, his question is, um, what's better about DCA than Disneyland? Huh. That's a loaded question. No, it's not a loaded question. Uh, you know, we've tackled this one before. And I, you know what? I'm just reading this now as the first time, too, with Udi. So I haven't given it a chance to really think about it. Off the, cup, the top of my head is what's better about it is that it's not Disneyland. And you can go ahead and start tearing out sections of the, of the park and no one's going to care. You know, hey, let, let's, sh- let's just shut down a bug's land and put this thing here. Okay. If Imagine if you did that at Disneyland, mm. you, people lose their mind. I know I'm, I'm trying to be funny here with that. But um, I know that's not a, like a real answer it's because it's not Disneyland. They can do whatever they want. Um, what is better than what alcohol? Well, it, it, you're right. It is a very loaded question. Uh, the the fact that the factor that that you can um, get alcohol there, yeah, I, it is nice. Uh, you you can't deny that going and getting a beer or getting a uh, nice drink um, when you're there is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that. But I, I going kind of going off of what you're saying that the vibe is different. It has a little mm-hmm. bit more of a, a freewheeling vibe to it, and. Um, in that, in that kind of essence, it is a little bit better because we have, we here, and especially on the show, and there are plenty of people like us, we hold Disneyland proper in a high reverence. We mm-hmm. do. It is very, um, it's like the cathedral, for lack of a, for maybe I'm overstating it, but it, it does. It has a, it's an area that garners our respect and our admiration. 
So whenever you have a an area like that, it is held in high reverence. It really is. I mean, I'm not going to go as far as say it's holy ground. No. But it is one of those places that is near and dear mm-hmm. and maybe more than a lot of different places. So, right. you know, uh, for DCA, for its positives and its and its negatives, it does not have that place in my heart. And, and you know, and, and, and with all due respect to DCA, I don't think there's very many people... Maybe, maybe in ten years that they may begin to hold that in in that level, but it's mm. going to be very difficult because of the park right across the Esplanade. Yeah. So the things that are better will be yeah alcohol, but that I feel like that's kind of the the, the easy answer. The easy answer. Yeah. The you know the cop out kind Let's of. Let's try go a little deeper here. Yeah, but but in all reality, is I think the benefit of DCA is its ability ability to be flexible and 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 morph as it goes along and i and and oh. i think we i think we made the comment that i th- or i made the comment last show the show before that i feel like we're getting to a point where the park here we are tw- coming up on 20 years it, or we're, it, we're at 20 we years. are at 20 years we're yeah. 20 and now we're getting to a part a, a place i feel like we it finally hit it's stride where we're really i mean once adventures campus gets going and they figure out what they're going to do or they, they tell us what they're going to do. I think it'll be a very good, a very good standalone. Yeah. But we're not there yet. Yeah. No. Uh, when, when you were saying it's, it's flexible, you, you mean in terms of landscaping and theming or? Yeah. And, and, oh. And, and, and theming, like, like again, since we, you know, we hold, we hold the cathedral. Yeah. Um, you, you don't mess with the cathedral. You don't. Or, or when you do, it, it is going to be a thing of very, it's going to be very touchy. Uh, DC, mm. like you said, right. it is one of those, Areas or it is a, uh, a park that we're going to be like. Eh, I mean, we were critical definitely about the retheme for um, or the, the 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 exiting of Tower of Terror Tower and yeah. then the introduction of uh, of Mission Breakout. Yeah, we were very critical. And and when we when we talked about that, I remember thinking, kind of going, "Wow, like that was one of the the keys that told me that I have more more in connection with DCA than I thought." Right, 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 and. Um, so yeah, now now like it, 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 no park will ever now say this right now will ever reach the level of, of admiration and love I have that Disneyland does. No, Mm-mm. but DCA is climbing. It's and, climbing, and and it it is again the ability and to it to morph and continuously adapt is a, a way that I think is better than Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I thought when you said flexible, I, I thought I, I thought you were going to go in a different direction, um, which actually would make sense. To, well, both would make sense, but I thought when you said flexible would be like the other advantage DCA has is that, at least for me, I have pretty much zero traditions there. Mm-hmm. So it's flexible in that, oh, we're doing this, this, and this. Yeah. Sure, sure. It's all casual. Mm-hmm. But Disneyland, we... We man, we have our traditions. Mm-hmm. Like if we don't do X, Y, and Z, some some something's amiss, right? Yeah, you feel off. You feel mm-hmm. off. But DC, I've got nothing with that. There, yeah. it's like, hey, we're gonna go in gardens. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna go in Soren. Okay, fine. We're yeah. gonna hang out here. Sure, I have no problem. It's yeah. it's a. I mean, so that that's advantages. I'm a little more relaxed mm-hmm. there. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, the only thing I'm really concerned about when I go there is getting a frozen Jack and Coke. I want to get that. Yeah, that is my pri- one of my primaries whenever I go. Okay, you know if if I don't, that is the one thing with that with that park. Like if I don't get that, and I've walked out, I'm like, what happened? Okay, well I, I gotta add that to my traditions then. Yeah, you do. Okay, and anybody who does drink, if you can't handle whiskey, then I feel sorry for you on a level. Um, but you know if you can, one. Just try one. Same thing with its limit. Oh. Just try it. Yeah, just try it. Yeah. Right on. Hey, Terrence, thank you so much yeah, for that. That was an awesome Terrence. question. Yeah. And that can that will be you no know, that we can go on for that for a long time. Oh, we could. Um we actually talked to with Sam about that too. We, 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 we have, but yeah. yeah, because you know that back to Terrence, you know, that is a great question because there as much as people, uh, some people put DCA in the back burner, mm-hmm. but yeah, now again, going back to it, it coming to a point where it is a good active discussion about sure. the park. Yeah, yep, yep. And, and you know, and you got to give a tip of the cap to the the Imagineers who have been working tirelessly to get that better and better and better and better. They, they've been, you know, when when was the massive retheme? Um, what year was that? Do you remember? I don't remember. You mean, I mean the recent? Oh, yeah. um, two thousand one opened. Um, Remember the, when he, they got rid of California? They yeah. got rid of the whole po- and the, kind of the thing. Buena Vista Street. Yeah, was yeah. It? I don't remember. Oh my gosh, 2013? Yeah, or something like that. that uh, uh, my I, gosh, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know that off the I top of my head. That feels right, but um, yeah. For anybody, yell later. Let us know. Um, but um, yeah, but at that point, I I think that is when it, it, the signal went across. Like, okay, we we know that what we did isn't connecting with as many people as we'd hoped. Yeah. So let us now actively work to improve it. And they have been from then, I feel. And like, I, I'll keep on saying it, we're getting to a point now where I feel like, yeah, here we are. Here. Yep. And now when we yep. see a DCA, we can begin to fondly look at things. I mean, you can't, I, I again, with Tower Terror going away, mm-hmm. that was the first moment I went, oh, this park means a little bit more than I thought. Yep, and, yep, absolutely. I can totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so ne- next question um, from uh, Garber55. How do you all feel about food festivals like food and wine, Lunar New Year? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Um, I am a thumbs up. I'll, in a, 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 a very happy two thumbs up with the food and wine festival. I've, I've gone to it once uh, with the girls. Um, and it was, you know, it's handled differently now because of circumstances, but you would just had a park ticket and you would just go to it. If you wanted to partake in it, you could buy individual things at Boost or you could buy like a meal voucher lanyard yeah. thing. Um, and I think that's what it'll be next year. Well, we were talking about that before the show. Um, I love it because you, you, you get to experience brand new foods that restaurants that you know um, that they don't normally have at, at the park. Um, and... It, and I, I think when we were there, they had culinary um, culinary demonstrations from people um, like famous chefs. And I don't get I don't get into that. But I, for some people, that's 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 really cool. But I think I think the more types of, types of festivals they have here, um, especially uh, we were talking with Sam. He just came back from Epcot doing the uh, animation festival, and Disneyland needs that, or DCA needs that, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is such uh, a wonderful way to, to see new art and to meet the artists and um, and get involved with that and support their craft. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm all I'm all for all these festivals. I think it's great, and um, I hope they it's something that they continue to do in the future. Yeah, I will completely agree with you. I think um, 
the one luxury we have uh, in Southern California is the proximity of the two parks. I mean, mm-hmm. we have it there right there. Mm-hmm. They're literally a minute walk from one to the other. And I, I, I you know, Disneyland doesn't, in my opinion, Disneyland, Disneyland proper does not need any kind of festival within its walls, it, it, within its fence line. Um, I think there is enough there standing that that added uh, added you know attraction or, or uh, event wouldn't add to that park. It wouldn't. Uh, I, I don't think. I mean, it sure would be cool. I think some people would enjoy that, but I think overall, I don't think that would be a overall benefit to the to that park. And and when I think about it, I'm like, okay, where would they put it? I bet you if I really dug into it, I could find areas that you could do that with. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, going back to DCA, we commented before that the one of the good things about DCA is its wide open footprint. Mm-hmm. It has a wide open footprint. So festivals of that nature easily fit in there. And they, that is why they've been doing it over there. It makes logistical, logical sense. So, yeah, I, I am very happy. I mean... I've never, uh, I've never had any of the food there. Um, I've wa- I've been around when it's been going on. I've walked around, and um, everything. I mean, it, the vibe. Mm-hmm. It, that is what I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, we we talk often about uh, vibe and feeling, and that is one thing that having the food and wine in DCA adds. That that in that park it adds to the park. It adds a little bit of a different flavor and different vibe and a much more open, free, kind of like a little bit more freewheeling mm-hmm. attitude. And where they usually run that is, you know, in a, in a, in a major thoroughfare near uh, wine country and everything going through there. It it just plugs in quite nicely there. For sure. Yeah. So I, I definitely, the one thing, the art, I mean, they, they having art festivals would be great there too. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, Art to me, um, in my family, it, it is something that I personally was not gifted with art. Um, I was gifted with the more technical, logical, you know, analytical, mechanical, um, you know, way of looking at things in, in for me growing up. But that being said, art um, on the other side is very integral. My father, uh, when he was a teacher in in South America taught art. Uh, I remember um, him, we were at uh, at church, I think, and he gave me a piece of chalk and went, draw me a random shape on the chalkboard. Random. Okay. And I did kind of like this weird little S kind of shape. And out of that one line, I made one line and he wound up in chalk doing Elvis Presley. Oh, he wow. used it as his head, as his hair. Yeah. And I kind of went, holy. And, and then my brother doing what he does for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, he is a tattoo artist and he's very good. I have all my all my pieces of art are all him. And, um, and so art is very important. And that is one thing I wish they would do more. I mean, they, they, they do one. I mean, Wonderground is great. Um, why did I forget? Turn the page. Or off the page. Off the page. Why yeah. turn off the page? Is yeah. another great. Mm-hmm. We walk in. I walk in every time because I, I appreciate the the skill of art. That is one thing I wish that would 
yeah, they need to continue to build sure. on that because it just walking by, and even though I'm not a big like buying art kind of guy, but I can sit there and look at a painting or a drawing and really kind of get lost. There are so many good artists in this world um, that, yeah, anything we can do to kind of amplify that voice and, and, and have that come into the world is way better than... Uh, it adds a uh, kind of a little more peaceful, and it, it's something that people can connect with. So, yeah, I, I love that the food, food, art, all that kind of yeah. things. Everything is are are things that can bring more people together and bring them back into the back into the park. And um, yeah, I'm all for it. Go for it. Okay. All the way. Yeah. Awesome. Add more, make more, do more, do yeah. more. Yeah. Okay. Awesome question. Yeah. Um, Walt. Uh, what is he? Uh, Isaiah. Uh, this is Jake's brother. Um, pet peeve. His question is: Pet peeves about Disney parks or Disney adults? Okay, so for me, uh, I will go with with the the, the pet peeve. Uh, kind of you mean for for both of them, or uh, yeah, I mean okay, okay. the 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 one that one that bugs me uh, are are with people. I go figure. Um, the 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 people who do not treat the park with the level of re- respect that it is due yeah bugs me mm. uh, I'm not again like I, I've already called it the cathedral but that was more you know I'm being a little bit more uh, that's the word I want to use a little they're, I'm grandstanding a bit with using that word um, but no um, there is a level of respect that you treat other people. And that you treat where you are. Um, I was raised to be respectful of people around you. Um, you know, you don't go acting a fool. You don't, and, and you know, just normal. This is how you are. So when people walk in and feel um, they don't have that level of respect for the park and then people around them, yeah, that no. it does never, ever, ever sits well with me. Mm-hmm. So, and then on the flip coin, on the flip side of that coin would be then the elitist attitude. Oh, yeah. Um, Mark, you know me well. I do. And you know how I feel about people who feel like they're elitist or they feel they're better. Yeah. I usually, they draw my ire quite quickly. I get very, very angry and, uh, and yeah, I, I don't get angry very often. I, I'm not a man that's quick to anger. Mm-hmm. Those people get me, get me going quick. Um, so yeah, and then anybody who has, you know, if you're running high end, uh, the highest AP, yeah, and you feel entitled because you have an AP and you're paying that much money, well, good for you. Uh, I'm glad you paid for all the benefit and you can afford that. Great, right? It doesn't make you better. No, so, yeah. So anything that my pet, my pet peeve would be that. Uh, my pet peeve would be people who come in and uh, just don't look at. The, the park the way they should and don't treat people the way they should. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know that kind of applies to the generality of life and I do. I, I, I apply that same rule to my entire life. So whenever I see people treating people badly, mm-hmm. I don't like it. I see people acting and trying to treat people that they're better than them. I don't like it either. Right. Yeah. So yeah. in the park, unfortunately, it does happen because we're human beings and that's, some people are like that. So yeah, that would be my pet peeve. Like, don't do that. R- respect the people around you. Uh, respect the park. Don't throw your garbage on the ground. That is a huge pet peeve. Like, for pick, sure. Pick that up. There's a there's a garbage can right there. Mm-hmm. It is one foot away from you. Put it in there. Okay. 
Don't just let it drop off. Yeah, and, and don't be disrespectful to the to the uh, CMs. They're yeah. working very hard to make your day good. Right, so respect right. Respect them because they're going to respect you. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, I don't have a pet peeve about the parks, really. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could go deep about uh, retheming of attractions that don't really need to be rethemed, but that's not. I don't want to go down that rabbit yeah. hole. Um, so I guess my I have a pet peeve with Disney adults. Um, almost in the same vein with Udi here, but I think the people that really get me worked up are the ones that um, buy the most of the merchandise uh, so that you can't buy it mm-hmm. and they and they resell it at a higher price. Um, these these people who have nothing else to do with their lives besides just do that. Yeah. Um, that that bothers me because um, it just doesn't seem right. To me, and I told a story about getting the Disneyland mug at Starbucks, where some guy bought the last of him right in front of me. And um, the, anyways, the barista had another one in the back. Anyways, it was a whole. It just made me feel upset about that. So the people like, uh, I don't know why they do that. I have no idea what the mindset is with the people, that, especially with the Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, uh, whether it's. You know, special limited edition Funko, limited edition T-shirt, coffee mug, whatever it is, they have to have them all, and and all of them, and so then no one else can have them. Yeah. Um. And then, as Udi said, the people that just kind of, you know, they just if they're eating lunch or dinner and they just get up and just leave leave leave, leave their stuff. I'm like, why am I gonna pick that up? Uh, those kind of things. And like I said, the people that don't respect the park, like that kid who dumped trash on the uh, into the rivers of America. I wasn't too fond of that kid. Mm. Um. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I guess that's what it is. Uh, the my pet peeve with Disney adults, but that's a great a great question. Oh yeah, haven't had that before. Um, next question, Tar Tar Helium. Uh, do you think Disney's version of Star Wars? Oh god, this is a long time. Okay, we're not gonna go long on this one, Udi. <laughs> do you think Disney's version of Star Wars lacks the magic of the first three films? I will give you the one word answer yes i'm gonna say yes yeah um and but i let me i will elaborate oh that's shocking i know right okay okay no i won't elaborate there we go no go ahead no okay um (laughs) so the one thing that um and it's funny because i was literally you asked for a tar helium (laughs) i was literally uh watching a a youtube video earlier today talking about george and how he uh there was a a video kind of resurfacing that he was at a uh, school. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and then yeah, where yeah. he he's with his wife and they're and uh, they're talking about that and he kind of you know offhandedly kind of said he didn't like um, where it's gone. Uh, uh, that coupled with uh, Iger's book and he and Iger he kind of elaborates a little bit with what um, how he approached the entire purchase of Lucasfilm. And how he, uh, how they approached the sequels, and how they kind of didn't. Um, okay, so I'll go real quick. If you, for people who don't know, Lucas bought or sold uh, Star Wars Lucasfilm to Disney Company for four point two billion with a B. Yeah. Um, and they also put a couple caveats in there. And uh, one, of, one of the things he, uh, Luke, George Lucas did, uh, he let them know, like, hey, I have treatments for sequels. 
And uh, so he passed that on to Iger and a couple other high, high execs in Disney. And Iger made the comment that he read it and realized, oh, we need to buy that. So he kind of made that part of the, the purchase of mm-hmm. Lucasfilm. Um, but Iger kind of elaborates and said, we, you know, we, we never made any kind of deal that they would use the idea, da 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 And then when, um, you know, they're ramping up to do episode... Uh, seven? Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, J.J. and everything, and even though J.J., has a level of respect, I think, for George and for Star Wars. I think uh, anybody who enjoys sci-fi and films in general, uh, if you don't know, go find out what George Lucas did for filmmaking, okay? Uh, he did a lot to push the that, that medium um, and should be thanked and respected for that at that level. Um, but, you know, and then they had a meeting, sit down, and, you know, George became visibly upset because he realized they weren't going to use any of his ideas. So right there, you know, to me, Disney um, looked at it in a, in a kind of a short, short-minded or uh, way of looking at it. They looked at the instant gratification of dollars because they know Star Wars is, at that time, a cash cow, no matter what. Oh, totally it is, You yeah. You put that, that name on there, and boom. Um, and I think when they made that active decision to go away from whatever George's treatment was for the next three movies, I think that is when they, they lost their way. They could have corrected, but they did not. And as we move on, without going too far into what is currently going on with the franchise... Um, I think it's been proven that they have not they 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 lost their way in connecting with what the people in in a way that made that franchise what it was. So we have diehards like myself and a lot of people that I know that we're gonna kind of slog through it because we feel like we're gonna eventually get back to what we didn't know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have people who aren't, like Mark, and a few other people I know that are tacit fans, and they're going to probably, like, tap out. I'm like, yeah, I don't care anymore. So, yeah, the one thing that that Disney Star Wars is doing now, it is, in my mind, alienating the generality of people who would, you know, look at The Mandalorian. It brought in so many people. Mm-hmm. And that speaks to more original OT Star Wars than what the sequels did. So yeah, I think Disney definitely outside of The Mandalorian is not doesn't have the heart that that uh, the original did. Right. Yeah, the, the prequels and the original. Yeah. Right. Um, so to piggyback on that, I, no, I think as far as the IP goes, the films they've they've ruined the the films um but the one thing that's they've had and we would have never had if disney had done this is we would never have galaxy's edge we'd never have that themed entertainment which is something that you know as a boy 
you wanted to be in Star Wars, and I know you did too. You had this, you know, thought, oh man, that'd be great to be in, and you get to be in Star Wars. Uh, I mean, I think I elaborated before that my brother and I would literally choreograph full lightsaber battles yeah. in the summer in our backyard. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said that. Yeah. Um, but as far as the movies go and the political stuff around Lucasfilm right now, it just, it actually turns my stomach. Um, I don't like Kathleen Kennedy at all, um, or at least. I, she hasn't said anything to, from anything. She's not spoken up about anything since the, the Gina Carano firing. Um, and I still, it just it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Um, and, and, you know, nothing short of an apology. I mean, until they apologize for, for, what, they, for what they've done and them being hypocritical about it, um, they got nothing to say to me. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, uh, to be honest, I don't care about Obi-Wan right now and everything else and Hayden Christian's coming back to me. It's like, I'm not going to just let this slide and scoot it under the rug. I think Kathleen Kennedy needs to be held accountable for this nonsense because everything that we don't, it seems to be, unless I'm mistaken, everything that we do not like about 7, 8, and 9 is because of her, mm-hmm. unless I'm missing something. No, I, I would agree that. And when when you have, again, look, going back to... Um, Episodes one through six. Yeah. The one thing you have was a a very uh, directed approach to the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go, I mean, and they're all coming from George, okay? So even though George did not direct the, the OT, he did direct all three of the prequel. So you have that that common, that, that guide, that trail master moving through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you go to the sequel, which is going to be the the, the, the the ultimate end to that, you cut him out. Right. That isn't necessarily a Bob Iger thing. I feel, you know, Kathleen Kennedy being the president of Lucasfilm, that was her call. Mm-hmm. And without going too far into her history, that, to me, was a big stab in the back for George. To George, mm-hmm. uh, because George Kathleen Kennedy, if you guys don't know, um, Kathleen Kennedy worked with him on a few different projects, some near de- near and dear, Indy, Young Indiana Jones, those kind of things. All she was all in there as an executive producer. So he, I feel like he gave it. Okay, well I can sell my baby off because at least here's a woman <laughs> that I've worked with. I feel under my view of where it needs to go and you know a, a good ambassador and a good keeper of everything I created mm-hmm. and then she goes around and she turns around and does what we've gotten so without going into a big argument about the sequels being good or bad but I think they, they, they went off they went off course they, they didn't capture the heart and spirit and the only reason why I feel like you could really point at that is because they did not include George Lucas like they could have if they would have probably used his treatments I think we have we, we don't even have any conversation about you know we, I can go back to griping about how much I initially didn't like Jar Jar or something like that you know what I mean sure uh, and instead we have you know Luke being a, a, a grumpy old hermit and never really realizing his full Jedi, but you know, going on and on. But anyway, so yeah, no, I agree with you. I think you know, Lucasfilm has been run by Kathleen Kennedy, and if you want to, you know, look at it, the buck stops with her. It does. So it doesn't matter what 
happens, the CEO, the president of the entity, is the one that will be ultimately, or should be ultimately held accountable and culpable for whatever misgivings or whatever missteps they make is their fault. For sure. So, yeah. Okay. And I wonder how she's going to be treated, if she's even around still, for that next Star Wars celebrations. Um, You know, it will be interesting. I will say that I... I don't think she'll be treated badly, but I don't think she's going to be treated warmly. No, she might get booed. Um, she may get booed. Um, and only, you know, a lot of people talk about how, you know, with uh, Ahmad Best and um, uh, I forgot her name. Sorry. Oh, um, the one who plays Rose. Rose, yeah. Oh, what was her name? I forget, I forget her name every time. We just call her Rose, yeah. Yeah, well, and, and a lot of people, you know, I think... Um, Joey, he made the come to me that a lot of people, when he went to uh, Celebration Chicago, that a lot of people were like, oh, they're going to boo him. And they didn't. Hmm. Uh, because it, it, they, cause a lot of people don't, re- or a lot of people in the fandom, the real fans now, the real fans, they recognize an actor and go like, hey, while I, like for me, even though I was not a fan and I'm still not a fan yeah, of Jar Jar Binks. Kevin K's not an actor, though. No, no, and that is my point. Oh. They, that, that, the true Star Wars fans will look at it and go like I don't like your I didn't necessarily like your character mm-hmm. but I can respect that you were in a Star Wars movie and that in and of itself is amazing so yeah if I ever Kelly Marie Tran Kelly Marie Tran oh yeah so if I Tran. ever re- ran across Tr- Kelly Marie Tran I would be like hi how are you doing I'm glad you know and, and have, give her the respect that she was in that Star Wars film she played a character that I personally didn't care about but I'm not going to no, that's not on her. Yeah, I, would done, I would have done the same thing if it yeah, were me. And, yeah, and then yeah. and then if I ever met a mod best, I'm like, hey, a mod best, how are you doing, man? Good to see you. Great to meet you. I'm honored to meet you. Yes. Because of that, and the same thing I do with Kelly Marie Tran. I'm like, I'm honored to meet you because of I can recognize that even though I personally did not like the character you portrayed, it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't like you. True. Which is a lot of people don't have that. Can't again can't make that bridge anymore. I don't know why. Because, don't know why. Because even if you don't like Gina Carano as a person, you can look like, hey, I love that character. Yes. Or, you know, you can you can, you can can find commonality where you're like, okay, have the respect for liking where they are. Yeah. And then let it go. Okay. No cancel. Moving on. Uh, thank you, Tarhelian, for that yeah, can you of asked, worms. Yeah, you asked for that one. <laughs> you asked for that one. Okay, next one comes from my mom. Uh, let's give me a difficult question. What are your top three podcasts and why of our show? Oh, our show. Holy crap. Our top three of the LTP. Hmm. That's tough. Five. Episode five. I'll, I'll agree with that. That's when Jess came on. Um, 70, whatever, our dark one. Okay. What was that one? I don't the topic was the Yeah, that was dark. Uh, decently, yeah, I remember well, that. What, what we call the dark one, for anybody who doesn't remember that, that, that dark episode, we... We had a very, it was before Galaxy's Edge opened, and we had a very deep uh, talk about what we felt was going on. And, and even I was at that point where I'm like, you know what, if they do, you know, what, I think we were talking about how, what would cause me to be like, no, I don't want to go there. And, and basically jump onto uh, Jess's train of thought that it doesn't belong there. Hmm. And and we and we did and we and we were pretty real about everything and and and, and a lot of people and the listeners they coined it as a dark episode we didn't do that right other people Li- did yeah, yeah other people called yeah. it the dark episode 
And but it was very real, and it was very it was like very emotional, and kind of visceral, like because we we're like really like yeah. raw when we we're talking about it. That is one of my favorite because I think um, even though we constantly get reinforcement for it, and I love it every time that that we get re- you know people telling us they listen to us because they feel like we're being authentic and we're real. We're not ever trying to you know kowtow or kind of kiss up to anybody. We're not going to sit there and go like. Hey, I think you're really cool because maybe you can open up a door for me. So let me go over there and be like, right. And and we we never do that. We 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 are gonna be with ever whatever guests we have, uh, whoever we talk to, and whatever opinion we give is who we are. So we we constantly strive for every episode to come across so that while you are listening, you feel like you're right here at the table with us. Mm-hmm. And that one was one of the ones that really, like for me, kind of really honed that in and reinforced we were doing, we were getting that across. We were getting that, that, that feeling across that, that, I, that I personally wanted, that I wanted every listener that is taking their precious time to listen to us meander on about whatever we're talking about but I wanted them to feel like they were right there at the table. So yeah. that was one of them. Um, you know, I can't I can't think of a third one. Um, hmm. Makes me want to... Oh, man. I have to revisit those questions. I mean, those again. But, I, I mean, off the, top, off the top of my head, I think episode one... Episode, for me, personally, episode 100, um, when we oh, did it live, yeah. that was great for me. We had the milestone... Um, I don't remember what episode, but one just came to mind. But go ahead. But we ha- we got a lot of you know live interactive listeners calling in, and that was great. Mm-hmm. It was great to have like a we had it at um, the beer garden in Rockland. Um, that was a good time for me. And mm-hmm. then, you know, when the listeners send in their stories, is that what you're getting to that one? Yeah, yeah the one where it really it, it, you get emotional. We were crying a few times during those, especially when, and actually the one after that one. Dan sent his in, and that's the one yeah. that I'm thinking of in particular is because yeah. um, we we had two episodes back-to-back like that, and they were both both spectacular. Yeah. Um, but with Dan's story, it got mm-hmm. a little, you know, emotional for me. Yeah. But anytime anyone of you listeners send, takes the time to interact with us, send mm-hmm. us something, it, it always just validates me um, in all the work that we do yeah. and and you know, the strange hours that we sometimes have to do to get the show out. Mm. So those, are, you know, episode five with Jess was great to have her on in that open new doors for us. And episode four was great for me. Um, yeah. Uh, and literally anytime we have a guest on, uh, you know, an author or an artist, I'm like, I'm absolutely blown away by that. Yeah. Oh, we have another one. That we're gonna... You've got a couple coming up. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I will. I will agree. The the one that that Jess kind of surprised us and had a lot of the audio coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any any time we get audio from you guys, I mean, um, it it how oh, it it does really like kind of hit home um, the community and the uh, the love that we have for each other and and the LTP family. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we don't say family lightly. I think a lot of people toss around words very, very lightly. Family, love, honor, respect, truth. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do that. They throw that word around like, eh. I I don't. Any of those words are are weighted heavy words. So when we say LTP family, we mean that. 
like you're you know you're my family and whenever we get those it, it does like really strengthen that that bond that we have with our family mm -hmm. and yeah definitely anything like that um but yeah the one with dan that one i think we both kind of just kind of went quiet i like it makes me want to kind of re-listen but you know episodes like that as much as i enjoy because of what that means they're also kind of we I, I for me anytime i've heard that you know on the re-listen i've it, i feel like we're there again yeah and it becomes kind of emotional mm -hmm. so um yeah but yeah, definitely, Mark. You're, you're spot on. Anytime we've gotten any kind of audio interaction uh, with our listeners is always a very special episode. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good times. Hopefully we have lost more of that down down the way. Yeah, we, we, uh, we man, we're, we, we, we think a lot. We're, we're, we talk a lot. We, we said all the time we, we have many conversations about what we want to do, where we want to go, and we have... We have we have pans in the fire, and we're always moving them around, trying to we are figure out which one we're gonna, you know, finish off and cook off and serve out there. So, yeah. Funny stuff. <laughs> okay, good question. And yeah. then actually, Fern Fernan question, yeah. yeah, Fernando actually asked another question. Okay. Um, what is some what is something random, unexpected that puts you in the mood for Disneyland? Huh. That's crazy. That's a crazy question. A crazy good question. Uh, what you know? What uh, you know? What something? I'll tell you right now, Fernando. Um, something that puts me in the mood for Disneyland, and I bring this up to people that I'm around, is that a certain time of day or certain weather. Like if the sun's going down, I go, oh, you know what? I bet it would look absolutely perfect on Main Street right now even though I'm here in Sacramento I, or like the weather is, you know, it's great to walk around in this weather. It's, I'm not, I'm not hot. I'm not cold. It's perfect for that. That kind of stuff, the way the sun sets, it puts me in the mood to be at the park. I don't know how many times uh -huh. you have told me, man, be another good day at the park. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I just, uh, I'll randomly say that. Yeah. Almost every ride when we go on a ride, Oh man. It'd be a good time to be in the park. We we when he says ride, he means a bike ride. Yeah, my our our uh, our bike ride, our yeah. weekly bike ride. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I believe that. Um, for me, I don't know if I I can. Nothing is coming to mind. Uh, because I get there the randomness. You know, okay. I I have in my room. I have my little corner, and I call it like like. My, uh, I don't really have a name for it, but it, in that corner, there is everything that is kind of like near to near and dear to me, pertaining to the park and the show. I will have things that um, were given to me. Um, I have things that Mark has given to me, Jess has given to me, listeners have given me, um, and I have that in in one particular corner, and and I kind of keep it there. Um, and I, I, I do, and I have, so I have right underneath there are my hats. And anybody who knows me, mm. I have a freaking ton of hats. Yeah, you have I, a lot it, of hats. It is my thing. I, I like hats. Um, and right underneath them are is are where I store my hats. So literally, every day, every morning, I, I, before I leave, I look at that. And you could almost say that every day I look at, like, I have a couple cool, I have more than a couple cool pins on there. Uh, that a couple were given to me. 
Um, I have my my uh, I have a great plaque that was given to me by Corey. Um, I have my my Skyway bucket on there. I have you know a couple pumps. I have a few different things again that that all remind me of the park and uh, of the family. So I don't know. I don't know if that's random. You know, there, that, there are, that, that, yeah, that's there, are, there are moments in time where I will go down and I'll hear a particular, like, just walking around, I'll hear a particular piece of music, mm-hmm. or um, that, that, that would be the other one. Um, whenever I hear music, that kind of, um, you know, and it won't be, like, necessarily a specific music, but, like, anything that is kind of reminiscent of the park, that, that, that will kick, kick my mind off and go, like, hey, that'd be kind of cool. That's yeah. the vibe we get. So yeah, I would go definitely that 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 my little kind of my corner of, of happy my happy corner of, of happy thoughts right there, mm-hmm. and then yeah, any kind of music that uh, occasionally will kick in and be like, oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, good answer and yeah. g- a very good question. Yeah, I haven't thought that's I've never thought about that yeah. before. Um, Michael asked, "Do you miss me?" Yes, we do miss you. Uh, we <laughs> yeah. talked to. You. Yeah. Uh, my daughter Ariel asked. <laughs> Who likes Disneyland the most out of the three of you? Um, That's a tough question. I, it's hard to you know, Jess, maybe. You know, I don't. You know, okay. I don't think there is one who likes it more. Okay, I think well, and, she's and, got it tattooed on her. Well, I know, but that doesn't necessarily mean that. Well, she she's likes. fully no, committed. No, 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 no. But but let, let me be more clear. Okay. Okay. Jess has Disney tattoos, mm-hmm. not Disney. Land tattoo. She has one Disneyland tattoo. Yeah. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know, I will describe it real quick because I'm trying to think of where it is on her leg. Yeah. Um, it is basically like, you know, the the, EK, the mm-hmm. heart monitor beeping, beeping, beeping. You know, you'll have that little up and down. Yeah. And then it, and one of the up spikes forms the castle and then keeps on going. So that is like a Disneyland tattoo. Sure. But I, I, you know, I think I think we all are pretty high up there because we all come from it from a different point of view, a different angle. When you talk to Jess about the park, it comes from a place of Walt mm-hmm. and loving Walt and and loving Disney, so movies and music and and the shows and all that. And then I have it. I'm coming from the angle of you know growing up, going to the park. And it being a thing in my life that was there, and we'd go a couple times a year and whatnot. Like I like I've said before, we take family. It became more family communal kind of thing. Like you know, it was a time to be with the family, and it was a fun place to go. Mm-hmm. And you have it from your point of view. You know, you you again, you had it, but you didn't go nearly as often as I had the 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 the, the luxury of That's going correct, and, yeah. and, and you know the luck of being able to go. But then you take on the the thing of history. And having it, you know, the architecture and theming. Mm-hmm. So we all come from it from a different point of view. And I don't necessarily think that one of us has more of a love of the park necessarily. I think we all love it at a very, 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 very high level. But we all look at it from a different point of view. And we love a different aspect of it, if yeah. you want to put it that way. For sure. So, yeah. Well, that, that's a great answer. I can't even add to that. <laughs> so, no, you're right. I think you no. hit that nail on the head. No. Thank you. Um, Efron says if one kingdom from Walt Disney World was coming to Anaheim which park would each of you prefer so one of like Epcot Animal Kingdom Disney Hollywood Studios 
or Walt Disney World to come to Anaheim. Um, so I've been to Walt Disney World once, and that was 1987. Um, so it was only Disney World and um, Epcot. Epcot was there. Yeah. So, but that being said, my daughters have been there um, when everything was open, and they said both of them said, "Dad, you will love Animal Kingdom." So I'm I'm gonna say Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because we don't need Disney World here, and we don't need. Well, Sam can be kind of cool. Uh, you know. Okay, so we don't need Hollywood. <laughs> no, um, we don't need we, that. We have the real one. Yes. Um, even though it's it's a drag, but anyway. Um, but um, I I would go with, for me being a, a toss up between Epcot and uh, Animal Kingdom. Um, only because everything I hear about both parks, because I've never been, so I'm only going by what I've heard and what I've seen, um, and other people's experiences and what have they, how they have conveyed them to me. I, I, animals are fascinating to me. Um, Mm -hmm. so living, and then I remember going to different, you know, things growing up, trying to think of the wild safari. There was a park in Southern California at one point. Um, that was kind of like a safari park. You mean Lion Country Safari? Yeah, there, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a, I, I, yeah. I've been there. Um, and even though we did not go very often there, but we, you know, we had uh, Marine World down there. We had Sea World that would go to. So growing up, you know, I, I we did go to uh, theme parks that were more, you know, that were animal based. So if I had to pick, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with you. I think I would really like an Animal Kingdom because I miss that. I, I remember. Loving that we would go to different shows with different animals like dolphins and killer whales or orcas and sea lions and all those kind of things and some people may get mad at that and go like hey that you know and I kind of get that but having you know being able to see animals I think is important people need to recognize that the world is bigger and there's a lot of things going on and that yes. is one way to convey that so I would totally be be down for Animal Kingdom I think I mean Epcot yeah. but, but then you have you flip that over, you have Epcot, then you have culture in different parts of the world. and, and you Both are good answers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so I bet I think probably Animal Kingdom would be great here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think if you want to go financial and logistical, I think Animal Kingdom would do better than Epcot. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just a couple more questions here. Uh, Becky, the whole Becky Bella. Hey, Becky. Hey, Becky said... What is your fa- what is your favorite good neighbor hotel to stay at near Disneyland? I don't have one. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, I well, no, that <laughs> that that is that a, that Motel Six. Uh, that one became what well, Motel Six? The one that that we would uh, that we I stayed in like three three times three uh, trips in a row. The one off of. Uh, did you stay there with Eric that time? Uh, no, I didn't stay with. Oh no, no, he was at. Uh, I forgot where he was at. That was a good hotel. Okay. Only because they had me, they had breakfast, and that was oh, good breakfast. Yeah, um, I can't remember that hotel. No, it was that one what offered the garden gate or whatever the the main gate, whatever one. Oh yeah, yeah. I stayed, I think, there with Joe, and then I stayed with Jess there, and it was a little bit of a walk, but a decent hotel. But like, yeah, when it comes, a lot of people have their 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 go to, and I get that. For me, I'm like, uh, I have more of like, I don't want to go there. Other than that one, like that one that we stayed in that one time. Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. That was horrible. But uh, Was that a further walk than, than when you stayed with uh, Joey? No. It was That was closer? Ours was closer? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but that the walk, the walk, you know, over to the other hotel is not bad. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I don't really have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, from uh, the Anaheim um, Majestic Hotel. It's back behind like we're Toontown, back behind that section over there. It's it's the girls like it because they've got a free shuttle that goes like every every what 15 minutes after and 15 minutes to every hour. So it's it's quiet. Um, I bet I'd, I, you know, Becky, I'd be up for a new one. Um, I'd, I'm down for a new hotel somewhere. Um, so I don't really yeah. have a favorite except for that one. That's the one we stay at the most. Uh, how about you, Becky? Where do you like to stay? Yeah. That's something I, I gotta, I'm gonna figure that out. That's a good question. Okay. And then the last question, I know we've answered this before, but uh, Jose, uh, he says, I sort of know the story, but just as a reminder, how did you guys meet? Um, Udi has always been, and no, I was joking. Uh, so <laughs> how did we meet? So uh, my story, uh, with Udi starts around 2010. Um, I just picked up a side hustle job at Sports Chalet, um, doing, uh, I was only there hired on for seasonal work then doing, um, rentals and snowboard tuning and waxes and ski waxes and stuff like that. Um, but they kept me on. Um, because I was a pretty good worker. And so I would work there a few nights a week and probably either Saturday or Sunday or something like that, whatever. This is, like I said, a side job. Um, but on, we were on one side of the store. The other side of the store was bikes bikes and fitness or something like that, I think is what... You guys were just, just bikes? Uh, yeah. Bikes and skateboards, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And all that kind of stuff, cycling apparel and whatnot. Um, and Udi was the um, uh, manager, I guess, mm-hmm. or something over there for the bike department. Department head and master mechanic. Um, and he would have to, uh, his bike boxes, he would, after he got done building a bike, he would have to bring them on the other side of the store past me because I was working over by the recycler or whatever that thing is. The trash compactor. The trash compactor. Mm-hmm. And literally for a year, he would bring bikes, bike boxes back and just walk away. And I, I never said a word to the guy at all. I mean, he, I, I don't think he liked me or didn't, he just, he just did not know me or something, but we were two sep- definitely two separate sides of the store. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so what happened was that um, uh, my really good friend, Ian, um, Twiggy, mm-hmm. um, it was the manager lead at in rentals back there. Um, so he was friends with Udi. So during the summer, it sucked in rentals because we would rent stupid things like, uh, well, not stupid things, but just canoes and backpacks and sleeping bags and lanterns and stoves, um, stand-up paddle boards, all that kind of stuff. It, would, it, was, it was slow. Nothing like the winter season. So anyways, during some Sunday or something like that, uh, I noticed Ian was over there. And this is like maybe like a year and a half or two years later, so 2012. Mm-hmm. I saw Ian was over there talking to Udi. And I go, oh, well, if Ian is friends with this guy, I guess I can go hang out with, over, over there. And so I walked into the bike section um, <laughs> and started talking to Udi. Uh, just very high-level stuff about whatever, bikes and whatnot. And um, I don't think he uh, knew too much about me or I, I clearly didn't know anything about him. Um, but uh, we got to talking just about stuff, Star Wars or bikes or something. Um, and he'd mentioned uh, I, I, Disneyland and I had mentioned Disneyland or something. It didn't even register with me. Uh, anyways, Ian left to go to college and um, 
I sort of was on my own there on that side of the store, even though I had some other friends. But anyways, during the next summer, I think I ventured over to the bikes more. Um, and then I asked Udi if I could, you know, or I asked someone if I could hang out on bikes in the winter or in the summer. And that's how I did it. And I think Udi, I think Udi said, okay, buddy, you have to train you or I've got to do stuff for you, whatever. I, I wouldn't, in other words, I couldn't be left there by, by myself. Nope. No way. Um, so I think that's how that happened. And, uh, so anyways, Udi trained me how to build bikes and that's mm-hmm. how it started. It, it, that's how it, it really started. Um, and then we had another guy there that was, uh, named Daniel mm-hmm. who loved Daisy land, but it was kind of like, well, Daniel's Daniel. I'm not going to say he's a buffoon, but he's, um, <laughs> uh, I like Daniel. He's just a little different, Yeah. but I would do trips under the park and he would give me money to go get stuff for his daughter. And, um, uh, and Daniel was friends with Udi as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually are, we all are still friends, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I noticed that uh, Udi was at some point we were talking about something and he said, Hey, I'm going to go do a podcast. And I had been thinking about doing a podcast anyways about Disneyland because I, I loved it. And I go, Were you doing a podcast? He goes, Yeah. I go, What's your podcast? And he goes, I'm doing about doing it with movies. I go, Really? He goes, Yeah. And so him and uh, Leon were uh, doing it. So I, whatever, I talked to them like the, the, the next week and asked how the podcast went. He said, Fine. And I asked, hey, can I sit in one time on that podcast because I have some ideas? And, and just, they said, sure. So I just, I didn't even talk. I sat in the background and took notes and pulled wires and asked questions and that kind of stuff. And that's what I did. And then um, eventually I got enough courage to ask Udi, hey, you know what? Do you, you know, do you want to do a, I got a question for you. Do you, do you feel like doing a, a, another podcast? I don't know. Maybe. What's it about? I go, I'm thinking about Disneyland. Okay. And that was that. Mm-hmm. And then I think you and I went to Prime Walk or Chondos or both and talked about ideas about an outline. Prime Walk. Prime Walk. Yeah. And um and that's how that that's how mm-hmm. that started. Um yeah. it took me a few months literally to to get enough courage to record it. And we did, and then I edited it, edited it, and it was bad. It was horrible. Episode one. The v- version that you that that's online now it took me four or five times to get to that point. Um and that's how that started. That is how this all started. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Want to add to that? Yeah. Uh, a few things. Yeah. Uh, when Mark when Mark came over, um, yeah, I, I had a tendency, and, and I it remains to be part of me. Uh-huh. Um, I don't, I'm not the most amicable, if you want to put it that way. I don't go out of my way to greet new people. You're not approachable. Make, mm, well, I... Maybe, I mean, maybe it comes off that way. Um, but yeah, I, I don't go out of my way to let people know um, who I am, what I'm about. I, 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 I've never have been. I, I'm not a very, like, look at me kind of guy. I, um, in, in the right realm, I can be that way, but I'm usually not. So when I don't talk to people, some people don't like that, and they think I'm trying to be rude or not. No, it isn't that. I just, you know, to put it bluntly, I don't know you. I'm not going to put my energy into you. Mm-hmm. Not saying you're a bad person. I don't like you. Or I don't. But if I don't know you, uh, yeah, I'm not going to put my energy into you. Sure. Um, and so that that's what it was. And and you know, Mark, that 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 behavior that Mark talks about, he's not the only one I was like that with. I sadly, and, and this is one of the things that I try to work on. But you know, I'm, I am me. Um, there are a lot of people that I've run across since the days of Shallow. Like, oh yeah, I work with you. Really? When? Oh, there. How long were you there? A year? Ooh. 
Yeah, I don't remember you at all. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, not to not to be mean. I don't want to be mean, but yeah, I don't. So um, yeah, and that kind of went that way. Yeah, Mark uh, kind of worked his way in. Mm. Um, I ran my shop as I ran my shop. Um, luckily, I had. Uh, the support of the management staff to leave me alone. They came to me and said, hey, X, Y, Z needs to be accomplished. Where are we? And I'd be like, we're here, here, here. And then they would leave me alone. That mm -hmm. was one of the beauties of it. And then when it came to hiring new people and bringing people on, they always deferred to me. Like, do you want this person on? They'd have to go through their, what I would call their trial period. And I continue to do that to this day. Whatever field I've ever been in, anybody new, I put them through their paces right now with what I'm doing right now. We're getting a lot of new guys in a program designed by the company, and you bet you bet your bottom dollar I put them through their paces. Mm -hmm. I, I train them, I show them, but I don't cut them much slack. Okay. And Mark, you've been on the receiving end of that. Yeah. And nothing personal. I'm just trying to make you better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with that, and then Mark came in, and then I, you know. Um, Mark, I, I got a good vibe from Mark overall, and like not a bad guy, and he had potential. So I'm like, okay, let 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 you know, let's see what he can do. And yeah, I ran him through the grinder like I did a, at least a couple dozen people, and many people didn't make it out of the grinder. Right. Well, they made it out of the grinder, but in, in peace and like you're done, you're out. Um, so. Um, but yeah, then he asked me that and I went, yeah, you, you know, because again, you know, talking about Disney and, and, um, and having that level of connection with the park, you know, for whatever reason, it was a uh, total, like I, I never had any apprehension and I was having a lot of fun doing the, the bad or bad pod podcast. Yeah. You know, it was a bunch, I mean, basically what we do with, uh, here, but it was a little bit more, it was more production oriented, uh, Leon uh, my good friend and we again w another guy we're still friends with I that guy is one of one of my one of my go-to guys if I need something uh, he's on my list of I can call um, and we did that with him and uh, you know Mark did yeah he's like hey can I come hang out I'm like for sure and and at that point I didn't know what it was gonna be like um, yeah. and then and I say that once we kind of got the idea moving um, we had many a talk about, you know, trying to figure out what, for me, trying to figure out what he envisioned for the show. And then what I, you know, being that I'd been podcasting for like a year and a half by that point. Yeah, he's an expert. Um, not an expert, but I had just more experience. And, and what I'd, what we had gone through with Bad or Bad mm -hmm. and kind of trying to, you know, maybe curtail some of the learning curve. Um, and then we had that. And then I said it before instantly knowing the topic I knew of this crazy crazy girl who had a deep love of the park more than anybody that I had known prior and I'm like here's a person who is uh, a lover of the park her knowledge on the park Walt movies music that kind of thing yeah is very deep mm -hmm. and it all comes not because she felt like you know it was like a chore or a, a hobby but it was a you know a, a mental connection with that with Walt and I'm like yeah no we we need her on there because she's gonna have an insight to the and and knowing again that she had been you know a CM mm -hmm. 
and work there. So I'm like, here's another person who can give us an extra angle, a different point of view that you and I could have both, that we both have. And that has proven to be the, the truth of the matter as we, you know, have been now been podcasting for as many years as we have, that we'll completely come from different points of view on the same topic. Um, so yeah, I mean, that is kind of how we went. You know, Jess, I kind of said, hey, you need to do that. Hey, you need to do that. Hey, I need you there. I love it. I think you'll have fun. Reluctant. No, I don't want to. And then finally, like, episode three, she finally went, okay, give me the link. Sent her the link. Then we did our famous episode four, mm-hmm. our, our deep thoughts on Frontierland. Which I, I still like that episode. Me too. Yep. And, um, and then, yeah, at that point, she kind of went, okay, I'll do it. And uh, and then there we go. I mean, the the uh, community and then has all been from nothing but <laughs> you know Mark coming up with a crazy idea and like me saying yeah and then going okay let let's uh, twist Jess's arm and and have her come aboard yeah yeah and yeah and that's it and and Udi knew Jess from uh, skating rink or something yeah so my my history with Jess is that. Um, much like Mark, I had a side hustle, and my side hustle was working at the pro shop at the ice rink uh, because um, at the time I was playing hockey a lot, um, and I needed to find a way to pay for it because it is not cheap. Oh, <laughs> um, and you know, new gear, ice time, it is not cheap. So yeah, I had. Um, worked in a small shop before and I learned a lot about skates and sharpening and things of that nature and so that is what I did I worked in the in the pro shop um, and she happened to be working in the uh, the other end of the the other side of the business which would be the rental and basically guest relations and and all that kind of thing she was I think a lead or something like that okay she kind of directed the people to, to you know in oh, the for, rental for and, parties and, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and she kind of she hopped around a lot. She wanted being one of the the higher up managers before she left to go be uh, the CM. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, that is how I met her. Uh, she would always be uh, because of the the way the rink was designed. I was on one end of the entrance, and she was on the other end, so we could literally see each other through glass, and we just wound up talking. And then that came up, you know, Disney came up, and that is how that all came out. And I remember. We had many a conversation that she was trying to figure out if she wanted to go actually try to go BACM. And I was like, why wouldn't you go? Why wouldn't you? Right, right. And she did. And she, I'm, I'm glad and I'm, I'm happy that she finally, you know, kind of took my advice. And I know I'm not the, I wasn't the only one telling her to go, but, mm-hmm. you know. And didn't she mention the other day that she would, she would do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have no doubt. Yeah. I think if, if uh, the opportunity came the right one in a heartbeat. And I think even you and I, we were talking about it on our bike ride, and yeah. you know, you asked me like, "Hey, if they came to you and said, hey, you need to be three months, you know, you know, do an adventure camp, yeah, go yeah. down to adventure campus, yeah. we need you to move down here for three months or six months, would you go?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'd be like, uh, um, when do I need to be there? It'd mm-hmm. be that much of a, uh, of a discussion. It wouldn't even be anything. I'm like, yeah, I'm there. Like, you're gonna pay me what? I'm gonna be there. Okay, and then I would, and then I would work it out. I would just grind it out and figure out where I'm gonna be, and, and I would make that happen." Um, because there are certain things in life that come across, you know, um, opportunities that you don't get often. Right. And when those come across, even though there are, 
you may be apprehensive about it. I, I think one thing that I, I'm proud of myself over and all in my life is that I, even though I have fear, I kind of continue to move through it and, yeah. and, and recognize like, hey, the benefit, the potential benefit of this is far better. So that, I mean, as small as a podcast, but in general, you know. So yeah, for her, I was very happy that that opportunity came across. And yeah, I would totally, totally do that. I would, I would make that happen because, well, I mean, let me go into real quick, you know, working with Ricky in the movie. I was kind of like, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, completely out of my realm, completely out of the norm, not knowing, like, okay, I've never been in this industry before. What do I need to do? And I went. Mm-hmm. And and I may be going again <laughs> by well, the sounds of it. We'll see how that goes. We'll find out. But, yeah. The details and, are about that, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, if we, he and I have had a few conversations, I may be gone for a little while. And But, yeah, that is one of the things that I'll be like, where am I going? For what? How much you pay me? Let's roll. There you go. Let's roll. Let's there you go, go do this. Yeah, so that's yeah. true. Yeah, so anybody, yeah. So anybody who does that and you know, you take you take you, you basically geared up and, and you go take advantage because a few things come across once in a lifetime and you better go. Yeah, absolutely. You better run for it. Yeah. yeah. So, Jose, that was uh, the answer of how we met. Yeah, uh, there you go. And here we are, wrapping up 129 episodes. Yep. So that's only goes to show you, I guess, how things start. And if you're <laughs> interested in doing it, and you gotta yeah. pursue, and you, and you gotta go go through high times and low times. Yeah. Um, but if you're interested in it, you'll make it happen, and that's kind of what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was all the questions. Thank you so much for for bringing those. I'm I'm gonna save these questions um, because I want to hear Jess's answer to mm-hmm. to these, and maybe when she comes back on, I'll ask we'll ask a couple of those to her so that she can answer. Because I want to hear what she has to say. Yeah, we'll go with uh, if she doesn't have a one-on-one ready, this will be the one-on-one. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's great. That's yeah, we'll, great. We'll, we'll break a few apart. Like, okay, you're gonna answer three questions. Uh, oh, we, oh, we'll just do them all, or do them all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. You see, you did a good job right there. Yeah. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to that. That was episode number 129. And again, thank you for everyone who, who submitted stuff. And thanks you for everyone on the pre-show thought, talking to you. It was nice talking to you guys tonight. Yeah. Um, so episode 130 is coming up. We may have a guest on, um, or we may not. I don't know. We'll, fingers crossed. We'll see how it, how it goes. Um, it, but if you again, if you want to support the show, make it really simple. Go to leavingtodaypodcast.com, click on the Patreon link, and do either one dollar, three dollars, or five dollars. And for that, you get to be on the show and you get some cool swag. Mm. Also, buy a T-shirt or a sweatshirt or a hoodie or whatever it is we have on our T Public site. Mm-hmm. Also on our site, um, all that information's there. Same with Instagram; it's all there. Um, and please leave us a comment or a star rating on whatever platform or medium you're listening to. Udi, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all of my socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Mando Show, which um, by the time this episode comes out, we will probably be talking about The Falcon and Winter Soldier because we are now doing Marvel editions because we have no... That starts this week. This week. week. On the 19th or something? Yep. Awesome. And then uh, I just want to reiterate what Mark said. Thank you guys for interacting, sending in uh, those questions. We will do this again 
Uh, we've never really done like a wide open M- AMA before. No. Um, and so we, we're going to do this again. The other thing that uh, if you guys haven't noticed on our Instagram, we're starting to kind of pop up live right when we're prepping, kind of doing a, pre, a pre-recorded or pre-game to our uh, recording of our episodes. We're going to continue to do that. Uh, Mark and I have been doing it, and once Jess comes on, we'll make sure we all get moving. We've done it sporadically, but I think we're going to continue to do that. Uh, the only thing we're going to try to do is give you a little bit more warning. That way you guys can be ready and, and hop on to the stream and be able to chat and talk with us um, before we get the other things going with the uh, LTP lounge and everything else going. Yeah. So a lot of, like I said before, a lot of pans on the fire. We're going to keep on moving through them and kind of figure out what works and what we're happy with. Uh, but everything is, again, because of you who listen and spend your precious time listening to us and interacting with us and we are deeply appreciative the LTP family continues to grow and continue to move forward because of you the family member so thank you from the bottom of my heart again as always you guys mean a world and every time we do anything interactive with you guys we love it and we want to do more of it so thank you thank you again well said Udi thank you how can I follow that up well you can follow us on Instagram at leavingtapodcast.com or send, a, send us an email at info at leaventodaypodcast.com. We love those things. Um, all right. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for spending time in your commute or traveling or evening or whatever. It means everything to us. Um, we love you. Adventure is out there. Parks are opening soon. We will see you there in the parks. See you. You know, it'd be really good with it. My green apple and jalapeno sauce. Babadoo. How's that? Babadoo. Okay. <laughs> Waters for quitters. <laughs> Jessica Aurora Farfan. No. What are you doing? Definitely not. I'm so freaking ready. I like cake for the three of us. I know. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face right.